first snows at Menta, a dark fantasy adventure set in the world of Tropis. Hosted by www.rpgmp3.com Audio listening at its best. A pantsless gamer's production, because everything's better when you're pantsless. Starring Jeremy Kalish as Briar Moss. Have at thee, foul beast! Scott Matthew as Drew Sprayton. Let's just get this done, then I can go home. Alexander Baxter as Roland Laurentia. War. War never changes. Justin Howe as Alexia Venator. Why won't you people just leave me alone? What did I ever do to you? And Reuben de Ghent as Galroth Elmir. I am a servant of Eons. His designs are my destiny. And Danny Lamas as the narrator. The man draws his blade and raises it high in the it swings down, the clash of steel ringing out, out into the night, the cold, bitter night. Chapter 4 The Kindness of Strangers Welcome back, one and all, to the world of Tropis. Today we have chapter four. And with me, we have on my right, Alexander Baxter. Would you like to say hello, Alex? Hello, hello. On my left, we have Jess. Say hi, Jess. Hello. And right before me, we have the second of our new players this evening, Matt. Say hi, Matt. Hello. All right, uh, Jess, how about you give us a bit of introduction about yourself? Tell us. Who is Jess? <laughs> uh, I'm a new gamer, but I've been listening to the audio on RPG MP3 for a while now. Uh, I'm a patron, and um, I really hope this is going to be a good game. All right, all right, Miss Moneybags. All right, now <laughs> on to you, Matt. All right, well, uh, I am Matt. Uh... I have been gaming for quite a while, although... Uh, I, th I think the fact that Matt's been quite established by this point. Yes. <laughs> and, uh... I'm done. Oh, wow. <laughs> Such information. Alex, seriously, I don't think they could have ever provided more information about who they are. I, I know. It's like I could write a biography now. You could. I, it's just amazing. I, I feel like I really know my players. So how about well, you I could about... sit back and say, I could sit back and say that I once gamed with Gary Gygax, but that would be boasting. All right, all right, claim to fame, man. So okay, so <laughs> tonight on today's game we have myself, Mr. Brilliant, we have Alex the Mugget, Nugget, we have Mrs. Moneybags, and claim to fame, man, who's moving his mic around as they get slapped. No, 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 that's me. It's my fault. Jess, Jess, you're a woman. That means you're blameless in all things. Matt is today's yeah. scapegoat because Rube's not here. <laughs> Sometimes I feel sorry for Rube. 
Mm -hmm. I'd understand if it left. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Oh my fucking god, this stuff tastes like shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you get. Well, Danny, it is shit. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay, every listener at home, never buy Red Rooster energy drink. It tastes like. I don't know, like old cum mixed with feces, I imagine. Ew. Uh, you added the, I imagine. <laughs> well, gotta play it safe. Kind of really even know my dark, dark size of porn secrets. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, okay. That stuff is horrible. Where's my Pepsi? Ah, uh, the pestilential stench of my fridge. Bye. <laughs> On today's recording, we have the sound of Danny's fridge. I'm sure you're all invigorated by the sound, and here we have Danny getting out a chicken and chicken and button mushroom pie. What the fuck? <laughs> button? <laughs> Alex, what the fuck? Don't ask me. You're the one with the pie. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Today's recording is sponsored by. McDoug McDougal's upper crust chicken now made with chunky chicken breast okay so since 1864 they have not used chunky chicken breast in their deep filled upper cut deep filled chicken and button mushroom pie oh chicken and button mushroom pie it's the mushrooms uh, with the oh. stalk cut off or something <laughs> I imagine. I don't care. It's going in the din din pile. Did I've you just call it din din? It is. It is. <laughs> it's my din dins. It's my nutritional meal for this gaming environment. Oh bugger! It's not brown. Oh bugger me! This is gonna be a. I don't normally laugh this much, except for when I'm around uh, Danny and Alex. That's because we're sexy, yeah. sexy beasts. And she wants our babies. <laughs> yeah, well, too don't bad. Don't deny it. Don't deny it, Jess. I know it's true. I know these things. I know women. Well, <laughs> haven't we had this discussion before? I think we have. Yes. And you, then you, yeah, then you uh, ended it with Danny. I love you. Will you marry me? And I was like, No. I'm sorry, Jess. I think you're beautiful, <laughs> sexy, and you make a very good partner. But alas, we are many, many miles away, and therefore our love would never fruit. Uh, <laughs> Twenty odd minutes to do the job. If at any point in this recording <sighs> you hear a sight explosion, that's because I overcooked my dinner. Ha 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 ha! Okay. <laughs> uh, while I dispose of this red rooster, I suppose this is what I get for trusting a communist energy drink. <laughs> red rooster. Yeah. But enough of my uh, dislike of the commies. Now to you, Alex, with today's quote of the game. Indeed. Um. Let me just fetch it from my pants. Oh, and today's game is sponsored by Alex's pants. Those pants for the skids that keep on going. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> this is a Friedrich Nietzsche quote. <sighs> okay. Wow, he has a lot Hope. to say. Yeah. Hope in reality is the worst of all evils because it prolongs the torments of man. And Alex, who is Frederick Nietzsche? I've no idea. 
Oh my bloody god, he was a, I believe, German philosopher who was rumoured to be mad and his basis, I believe, now I'm running off memory here, was that we should all redefine the values of our lives. There, see, I didn't even lose a look on Google. I've now given 100% inaccurate information and I didn't even have to look on Wikipedia. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I know, I know. Actually, it'd be interesting to find out after the game how accurate or unaccurate I was. Indeed. But first, we should now get into the game. So, let silence fall upon you, and we shall travel the paths to Tropis once more. The year is 5,008 years after the War of the Gods! It is the 27th of the 11th, and we rejoin our heroes when we last left them. The priest. And the arcanist, the practitioner of the dark arts, have lain down to rest to watch over their companion while he waits to awake, his wounds closed by the strange deity that healed them. Whether this is a deity for good or evil shall soon be told, but for now it shall remain a question unanswered. However, not all is as it seems in this snow-laden land. As the gentle petals of ice dance down in the ballroom cascade to the soft ground, our hero, the Arcanist, does awake with a shock. Cold wind flooding his body in a chill bath of ice. And his eyes fall to the now burnt out campfire. That ice is joined with horror and realization. The priest is not here. He has abandoned you all. Take it away, Alex. <clears throat> Roland rises to his feet and looks over to to a Briar Moss. Briar lies unconscious. Wait a sec. Briar Moss? What's he doing here? I don't know. What? He's on map tools. He's not logged in. Yeah. Oh, he yes, he is. Come online. He's online on right, Skype. Ladies and too. gentlemen, unbeknownst to me, uh, Remy has finally got his ass here. <laughs> hey Remy. Or not? Hello. Hey Remy. Hello. All right, ladies and gentlemen. After as much um, technical twinkering, we have now attempted to get as far as we can before the delay kills us. This may be a Perfect. great success, or it may not be. Soon we shall tell in the world of Tropis. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> da da da. Okay, guys. 
Remy, as warned, you're going to be out of this for a little while while I do a scene between Alex and um, not yes, sorry, Alex and Jess. Uh, what was planned was we'd do this before you even got back, but unfortunately um, we've been fiddling around with technical issues for the past hour and a half, two hours, yes. Oh, I'm hopped up on so much energy drink that uh, I'll be up for hours. Okay, that's good. Oh Lord, not another one. <laughs> Seriously, hey, it's, it's an epidemic. It's an epidemic, it's this is. It's one o'clock here. What do you expect me to do? I'd be it's, zoned uh, out right about now. It's five past seven a.m. over here. We've been up since, uh, well, just after four. All right, give me a moment, and I shall grab my stuff again. Okay, Alex, do you remember the scene? Remy's asleep. You're alone. Fire's burnt out. No priest to go. All right. <clears throat> and the priest is gone, yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, Roland looks over to Moss and considers for a moment if he should wake him or not, but decides against it. Well, try and wake him because he's unconscious. Um, he decides to go towards the woods instead and try to find some firewood or other I like. don't remember this pie having puff pastry. I, I, I notice that Danny is paying a lot of attention. <laughs> I am, you know, but my my, um, my pie, which I'm cooking, is, turned mm. into, is is the pastry is turned into puff pastry. Why is it gay? <laughs> that's that's puff pastry. <laughs> no, is it? You know, you get those puff pastry pies. Those are the pa the no, I don't. Pie. We don't have the same. We don't have the same cooking. Well, basically, it's kind of like a pie, but the uh, pastry on top kind of puffs up as it cooks. Well, it's done that, but it's not mena. It's really awesome. Mm. And the people at home should be really amazed by my cooking prowess. That I managed to turn non-puff pastry into puff pastry. I don't know, awesome. <laughs> okay, continue. In true gamer fashion. I'm eating hot pockets. Cool. I'm eating yogurt and puff pastry. Hey, okay, Mountain Dew, that's it. Okay, Alex, continue. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on. Um, yes, I was saying Roland's going to try and find some firewood. I'm going to eat the top of this yogurt pot because I'm really childish and it makes so much fun. For God's sake, Danny! Sorry. I thought you wanted to roleplay. No, I want to piss around for half an hour. Alright, give me a moment. Put your DM pants on. I'm fashion DM. <laughs> I have no emotions that which outside of the characters which I play. So I am the professional DM. No humour should be found in the licking of yogurt tops. No humour should be found in puff pastry, even though it's not meant to be puff pastry. I shall be the professional DM. I should be calm, considerate of my player's needs, and stay in character all time. I am not that DM, but I shall try. <laughs> the cold well wind blows at your cheeks, chilling them, biting deep for your thick layers of clothing and into the bones that lie beneath. The wind blows strong. And your clothes are drawn closer around you as you attempt to battle this cold. 
the night the snowy night the dark night is split asunder by a single shrill sound of a woman screaming it slashes through the air a blade through the oil butter images of the blood-stained snow it must encompass bring forth into your mind what do you do what do you do uh, roland quickly throws his backpack aside and draws his sword running towards uh, the sa the sound of the woman screaming running running through snow running through bush and tree and battering at your face brushing them bitterly aside your blade in hand words upon your tongue the scream sounds again but still you run still you run forward your bones begin to ache your stomach throbs of stitch just awoken now into the run running to find whatever that which screamed heedless of the danger you might be running into a clearing you find yourself running into a clearing. This clearing fills you with a sense of dread, of foreboding, of hatred, of not being welcome. The trees around it hang over with gnarled hands, glaring at you with unseen, unseeing eyes. Their branches bare, skeletal black in the night, the moon above you glares downward with a single unblinking eye, the gibbous moon, bathing the land in snow white. Inside this darkened, hate-filled clearing stand four small obelisks of stone. Uncut in their appearance, they sit at the four corners of the compass, the moon's shadow resting upon snow. On each of these uncut obelisks, a single set of runes, four in a set rest, with each rune facing in the same direction as its brethren. So all of rune A point in the same direction so all of whom be in the same and c and d all in their same respective directions pointing the single compass point and in the center of this clearing is a stone table grown not hewn no markings no cut yet no growth could have made this solid stone table Upon the table, almost masked by the darkness, is a cloth bag, one which flashes into your memory. Perhaps you can place it, perhaps you cannot. Who knows? It is your memory after all. And beside this lumpy sack is a robed figure. A single robe. What do you do? Roland slows down and 
walks into the clearing slowly, cautiously. Perhaps you would describe yourself to Jess. What does she see? What does the robed figure see as you stride into this hated clearing? Uh, she sees a very commonly drabbed man. His, uh, his eyes and hair point to uh, what's the word? I would have point to him being a foreigner. Hmm. He's dressed in very simple clothing, somehow seeming inadequate considering the weather. Armor, weapons. Does he have any on show? What about that one in his hand? You've nailed to describe that. He has a long sword in his hand at the ready. And he's wearing a chain shirt over his clothing. And a cloak drawn close over that. What of this chain shirt? Anything unusual about its appearance? And the blade? Anything about that? No. All ordinary. It's a blade like any other. Indeed. Wielded by a very unordinary person, perhaps. What do you do, Jess? This man is before you. You know him not. Blade in hand, he is. What do you do? She isn't quite sure of this new person and doesn't think that it's the same sort of person as that's been pursuing her, but she's still cautious. Um, she wants to flee, but she's not sure what direction to go into, so she waits. So perhaps her head would tilt in the various directions looking for a uh, location to flee to? Would you say, would you say that? Correct. Yes. No? Describe that. Describe how her head twists and turns, how it tries to spy a route to flee to. Uh, very... Oh, sorry. I was reading something. Uh, she twists her head one way, but she seems to still be looking towards the young man mm -hmm. and never really taking her eyes off him except for to glance dartingly at the various avenues of escape. There she is! Get her! Your days are numbered, demon! Said an armoured man stepping into the clearing, his blade drawn to the air. He is closer to the girl than you. Alex, but he has yet to notice you. He's a full attention on the woman. He claims to be a demon. What do you do? Hurry now. Time's a wasting. Um. Roland uh, decides to uh, try to distract the man. And how does he do that? By drawing lights, dancing lights, into existence. And where are these dancing lights? And 
What do they look like? They would appear in front of the van. Mm-hmm. What would they look like? Uh, they would be multicolored. What? What madness is this? The man waves his hand in front of him, trying to wave away the dancing lights before him. He even strikes them briefly with his sword. What? What madness is this? What trickery? His eyes turn to you, finally noticing you there. A witch. Very well, demon. And you, witch. So you shall die this day. Initiative check, please. How do we do that again? Right, on the front of your character sheet you'll notice a uh, little note that says initiative and your number. Now what you need to do is on uh, uh, map tools press forward slash r space 1d20 plus your initiative modifier. So in this case I'm going to say my guy has initiative 2. So I press plus 2 then press enter and it'll come up with the result. There you go, order 50. And it probably helps if I actually open up the uh, stats for Commander Douche. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say 15. <laughs> oh, that was the worst roll ever. I rolled a 3. <laughs> <laughs> um. oh, I'm not there to take it. Okay, and first up, we're going to have. Let's use back tenses. Wait a sec, I need, to, I need to set up combat so we know what everybody's initiative is, and you go through and list them so we okay. know who, who's initiative. Okay, uh, Alexa, you're going first. With a nice roll of 15. What's your AC, please? Um, and then we have Roland. AC 13. Oh, 13. Okay, then we're going to have um, Commander Douchebag. C. Douchebag has a seven, followed by Alex with a three. And your AC, Alex? Fifteen. Thank you. Right, for future reference, whenever you feel the combat's not coming, get your AC ready. Okay, because that. Um, Actually, no, don't worry about that, because the next game we'll have a script set up to go automatically to it, going, whee, and they'll be like, hey. And you guys are like, oh, Danny, you're so organised, we love you. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> Alexia, first up, what do you do? The man is before you. You have the stranger who's, who, uh, you presume, formed these lights, because you certainly didn't, and the uh, guy trying to kill you certainly didn't. <laughs> Alexi's back is tense. Uh, her eyes are wide at the lights before her, but she's still quick to um, shrug off her backpack so as not to be mm -hmm. uh, as encumbered and to ready herself uh, to strike. Okay, so we, we say you're fighting defensively? Yes. Okay, that gives you plus four on your AC, bringing you to AC 17 for the next round. Captain Douchebag. <laughs> the man brings back his blade, narrows his eyes, and charges heedlessly through the lights, swinging brutally towards the woman. It is a wide, unskilled strike, one intended for speed rather than skill. Will it land? 
we shall now discover. Alexia nimbly sidesteps, placing herself behind the man as he stumbles forward, knocked off balance by his wild blow. Alex? Um, Roland charges in to uh, the woman's aid. Mm -hmm. okay, uh, would I be able to reach him and yes, attack him? One, 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 one move action to reach to get over to him and, and stand action to smack him. Alright, I'll twat AC, him with my sword. AC 14. Righto. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Yay. I rolled a 16. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has taken over my position. Yeah, Roland uh, swings his sword horizontally from from his right to left, attempting to hit the man in the neck. Your blow is deflected by his arm, redirected into his shoulder. You you draw blood, but very little. Right, Alexia? Uh, quick to take advantage of the situation. Uh, Alexia sidesteps and brings her hand up uh, so that it catches the man under the chin mm -hmm. and attempts to hook her nails into him. Okay, give us your tank roll. And damage roll. Yeah. Which is 1d3. Alright. So it'd be 1d20 for attack and then 1d3 damage. Sorry, 1d20 okay. plus 1. Oh. Can we just add the 1? 12? Yep, for sure. Uh, Alright. Alright, uh, she rolls for a 12 and the man is damages. Not so, the man is not, so caught, is not caught so unbalanced as you'd expect, and his uh, a quick backhander sends you sprawling backwards. Your strike doing very little. Ugh. So I scratch his face. However, his reverse strike back at Roland achieves a critical threat. And that's the sound of Alex pissing <laughs> pooping himself. Except you were doing the sound. Hmm. Actually, no, it wasn't me. It was someone else. Oh. Well, it was me. Alex. Are we continuing? The man makes a horrific backslash. It slams into your abdomen and cuts through your armor and through your gut for 12 points of damage. Are you kidding? No. 
Oh. Luck, luck point. <laughs> okay. What would you like to re-roll? The choices you have are the... Well, no, okay, for, for future reference, you have to basically say as soon as it's gone. So like I've told you, it's got a critical threat. Then you go, okay, I'd luck point that. You wouldn't wait to see how the, how the, how the uh, result is gone, but I'm going to allow it off for this time. So what would you like to re-roll? All right. Uh, the the threat roll. Okay. So we're going to re-roll his original attack. This time, however... Okay, revise the scene. The man makes a horrific backslash, but through sheer luck, it gets caught in your armour, entangled with amongst broken links. It sure hits you, but nowhere nearly as hard as it would have done had the links not got in the way. Take two points damage. And your <laughs> turn. And you wanted to uh, waste a luck no, point no, no, for getting no. lost in the forest. <laughs> yeah. Bet you're glad you didn't know, aren't you? Very glad. Okay, so what are you going to do, Alex? Alex? I'm looking at my spell book in frustration. If you cast a spell, he will get an attack of opportunity. Why then. don't I have Finger of Death? You sure? You're level one, Alex! <laughs> Alex, can't keep it moving. Keep it moving. Come on, you're in the middle of combat. It's no time. No can't. All right, all right. Hmm. Um. Okay. I want to cast a spell. All right. What do you want to cast? Do you want to cast flare? Touch of fatigue. Okay. Very no, well. Attack, not flare. attack opportunity. Failed. Ooh! Natural one. Yep. We get to roll on the natural one table. 62 on the natural one. Wait, is he going to stab himself in the eye? I don't know. We shall find out after I check the natural one table. <laughs> critical fumbles. I've never been so happy about one of my one of my guys getting critically fumbled. Alright, let's have a look at this. Uh, 69 <laughs> results in lose grip on weapon, make a dexterity check, DC 15, or drop weapon. For a 69, it's, <laughs> it should have been funnier. It will be a happy. Yeah, it should have been something sexual. But guys, what happens is that these are loose rules. Um, we roll the die, then I describe what happens and then make it the, the whole com comedic sense. All right, bollocks. As as yeah, but Danny, sixty-nine. Oh, it all makes sense now. With his blade caught in your mail, he quickly tries to withdraw, but the blade is clearly stuck, and cuts comes straight out of his hands. Alex, you now have a, you now have gained longsword. Add to your inventory one longsword. It isn't so much in my inventory as stuck to my chainmail. <laughs> Same difference. Luckily, it's not stuck anywhere else. <laughs> like in your butt. Shut okay, up. Okay, keep it moving, guys. <laughs> um, I'm still casting the spell, right? 
Um, I'm catching uh, casting a touch spell, which was uh, a touch of fatigue. What's the spell save? Fortitude. And uh, I believe so. Okay, what's your DC? Uh, DC on level one is fourteen. Fourteen. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, could you please describe the uh, casting of the spell and how the arcane energies burst into his body? Um, <clears throat> as he gathers up some sweat from his forehead and with the words Haurio Pacencia he touches the man his hand glowing and the glow spreading into the man a bolt, electric arc of dark red energy, caresses, darts, zaps into the man. His body spasms for a fraction of a second. But that appears to be no avail. He is not tired. He is infuriated that you would dare cast arcane at him. Alexia, your action. Alexia picks herself back up mm -hmm. and narrows her eyes at the man. Which one? Almost growling underneath her breath. Who is she growling How at? How dare the man who backhanded her. Ah, okay. Let continue. How dare he come after her? And then to hurt herself, she's very angry at him at the moment, so she attempts to bring her foot up and around the guy's, um, the back of his foot while she shoves him. Okay, you're making, since a, trip he's weaponless you're making now. a trip attack. Because you don't have. Yeah. Um, improved trick trip he does get an attack of opportunity oh. however because he's in his unarmed state he's choosing not to take that so make an attack roll when I find the PHP trip attack trip attack trip attack if someone knows uh, what trip don't attack add anything, number is just wait a sec I need to find out what how to actually make a trip attack hooray for 3.5's methods of overcomplicating everything. Trip. Oh, trip. <laughs> make an unarmed melee touch attack against your target to provoke attack opportunity. Okay, make an make a attack, attack roll against him. Just okay. a straight d20? Yep, just straight, straight d20 plus your attack bonus, which is 1. Oh, so 18. Mm -hmm. Okay, you've passed. Don't forget to add the plus 1s. Right, now we need to make a post-strength um, check. So you roll a d20 plus your strength bonus, which in this case is zero. And I roll a d20 plus zero. my strength or dex bonus, which is, uh, in this case, um, plus four. Sorry, plus two, one, plus one, because that's higher. you think I'd know my own monsters. Nine. Unfortunately, he, you have been on it. <clears throat> you, make, you, you attempt to bring your foot around the back. But his form is far too solid. 
he is unmovable to you. Ha! I have trained against your kind. Vandos protects me. You shall fall. You and your witch both. With that, he swings at Alexia. However, Alexia is much more armed than she would appear and gets an attack of opportunity at him. Because he's attacking a armed opponent with an unarmed attack, you get attack opportunity. So, Alexia, make your attack roll. Do I add the plus one again? Yep. Okay. However, your, your attack proves to be not fruitful enough. However, his is little better. And so you strike each other, <laughs> blocking away each other's blow. However, this man is biting a wall on two flanks, and our arcanist is not far behind him. Alex? Um, I'm thinking, is there some way to make him yield? Perhaps you'd have to try, however, I think that's perhaps unlikely, considering you have uh, revealed yourself to be a witch. However, you don't know anything about these guys, this guy. So just try what you can. Um... Um, I'll try to cast again. Same right, spell. Attack opportunity, which he's neglecting because he doesn't want to get spattered. Alex? Indeed. He does the same thing, but this time gathers sweat from his opponent. Aureo Pacencia. Okay, once more, dark red lightning arcs through the man's form. Once again, he brushes it off. This time, however, it's not as easy as last. He has to really focus. And I'm going to say that leaves him open for attack. Alexia, gain a plus one bonus on your attack roll next round. Alexia, your attack. Okay. This time um, you're adding... If you're seeing to that... Mm -hmm. Seeing that her blows have been ineffectual so far she draws her dagger mm -hmm. and tries to shove it towards his face pretty okay, much. because you have um, weapon focus not weapon focus, weapon finesse you're getting your dexterity modifier so this time it's plus 4 dex of plus 2 plus plus 1 base attack bonus and plus 1 because I gave you a bonus because he's off balance so it's 1d20 plus 4 and beat AC 14 Oh, good point, Drews. They are flanking, so means you get you uh, and Alex 14. are both getting both getting plus two to your attacks. And Alexia, you've hit. Uh, I still That's don't one. like that. Would be a sixteen. Yep. So that be one d four damage. Okay. Well done, indeed. Four. Good. Alexia's blade darts into a hand and before the man he can even calculate before the spell's force has even been brushed off his form 
his life is gone. Alexia's hand pointing at his throat, the blade parting, gristle and skinned. And life and muscle and death. The man's eyes fall upon Alexia, a mixture of horror and pain and anger, and all mixed in together before nothing. His eyes just go blank, and his body collapses to the ground with a thud and a chink of mail. Uh, Alexia's hand trembles <laughs> <laughs> as she kneels and picks up some snow to wipe it clean. Mm -hmm. um, she sort of backs away a little bit from both men, dead and alive. Alex, what do you do before this mm. new robed figure? <clears throat> One more time. What do you do presented by this timid robed figure? Um, well, first of all, I look around to see if any other soldiers are nearby. Mm -hmm. You can see no movement in the woods. This man seems to be alone, and he had no chance to call out for backup, so... Presuming his friends aren't nearby, they don't, may not even know he's dead. Man, he lies there, alone, his body broken upon the snow, the now crimson snow. Well, Roland kneels uh, at the man's side, looking for any sign of life. Mm -hmm. The man is dead. Alexia! The world around you spins. Your head thumps in your skull. You see shadows moving about you. You cannot focus your mind before you see images flash again and again and again. A drop of blood falling upon the snow. The creak of wood. The flash of a blade. A child crying out. And then nothing. Alex. The woman you just rescued falls to the ground. She clutches her head and she cries out. It cries inhuman in its formation. It sends a shiver down your spine and then ends. She lies there, face down, unmoving in the snow. Roland goes to her side and instead turning her over. She is breathing. Her eyes are wide open. Her face is concealed beneath the scarf. Hurry up now. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, uh, what's the word? I think it's Swedish, but hold on, give me a sec. Um, he gives her a light shake. Hey, are you okay? Your touch on her sends shivers down your spine. You cannot shake the feeling that there is something unnatural about this woman. 
the warrior who just died, his voice rings in your mind a memory, a subtle reminder. Demon! Could this woman be more than she seems? Alexia, you come to, and the first thing you spy is the man above you, looking down, his hands on your shoulders. Alexia's stomach roils, and she quickly turns to the side, swallowing convulsively in order not to throw up. Roland <laughs> pulls back and away from her. Why was this man after you? Uh, Alexia, you asked a question. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to get into my voice. You heard him. He believes I'm some kind of demon. I don't even know what he's talking about, but it's always been this way. I could never seem to get away from them. Even though I just want to be alone. Alexia, uh, she seems to have calmed her gag reaction, but she's still shivering a bit, and she slowly stands up, trying to seem to get her balance uh, again. I thank you for your help. Uh, I know it must have cost you so much. You'd be surprised how little it makes a difference for me. We should get out of here. You can explain more later. And with that, Roland stands. All right. Wiping his blade off on the man's clothing mm -hmm. before the leading the woman away. Mm -hmm. Where are you leading her? And is the woman following? Well, you? not leading, but yeah, you know, that is the question. Alexia hesitates and glances towards the man, and then. Seems to cock her head a little bit, as if listening to the forest. Does she hear anything? Give me a listen check. Wow. Twenty-two. <laughs> That's a result half. Very nicely done. Whoa! Natural twenty. Uh, Alexia, are you sure that's your? I seem to remember you having a uh, higher listen check than that. 
Check your character sheet. Check your reading off the right number. The, uh, big, the bright red number. Here. Okay. I'll... Yeah, that's two. Okay. I'm sorry. I had a lot of skills. I could have got mixed around. All right. The forest is silent. Not a bird moves. Not a tree. They all seem to be inhaling. They have one last breath before the plunge. And the first snows at Menta. Oh. Oh, they are building up a torrent. But. This strange woman and the man who saved her are not the only ones touched by these first snows. Oh no. Oh no indeed. Whilst blade cut through bitter cold air, the night briar moss came to and was shocked to find his awakening meeting a stranger. Moss, you're partially covered in snow, your tent has long collapsed, and you're surprised to see a strange man brushing the snow from your body. Matt, perhaps you'd like to uh, Describe yourself, and then after Matt, could we have a description from Remy? Go. Alright, the man brushing snow is uh, slightly shorter than average for a human. He's bundled up heavily ag against the cold, has a unruly mop of curly brown hair, framing a slightly tanned, swarthy complected face. The uh, Probably the oddest thing you notice about him is he appears to have uh, tree bark strapped to his chest, arms, and legs that's making kind of a creaking sound as he leans this way and that to clear the snow off you. <clears throat> Briar, uh, currently is wearing half plate armor on the chest is a uh, insignia it's a large rose painted across about half the chest uh, underneath the snow you don't, yeah, you could tell that there is a shield on his uh, left side and uh, he's got a tan complexion uh, brown hair and brown eyes uh, he's got uh kind of a beauty about him, a kindly appearance, something not uh, regularly seen in common folk. <laughs> My dinner just exploded. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, was trying to, I was trying to wait until you finish your description. My, my, uh, I've tried reheating my dinner, and it actually properly exploded in my microwave. <laughs> How long did you have it in there? Well, no, I just put it back in there to reheat it, and it didn't like that. Not one bit, <laughs> let me tell you. But oh well. It means I'll get essence a la chicken and button pie for the rest of the meals of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
Continue. Uh, does uh, Briar have his sword in his hand where he fell, or did that kind of um, fly off? Your away? sword will be your sword will be near you at least. Uh, I was wondering if I could have it gripped underneath the snow. Yeah, that's just fine. in case. Is he wounded? I don't know, Brian, there, are you? There apparently is no wounds about him. Oh I'm assuming that this is very nice. This pie. That's why I let you know that. May I uh, make a heal check anyway to see if he's suffering from exposure or anything if, like that? If he'll let you. I mean, the, what you can tell about him is he's got full armor on, so it's about the only thing you can tell is his face, which doesn't have his helm at the moment. Will you let the manic? Will you let the stranger um, investigate you? Uh, I pull back uh, the moment he gets a little bit too close. Uh, swords coming out of the snow in a dramatic fashion. All right, then he'll take a step and a half back and spread his empty arms, empty hands, out in front of him. <clears throat> what are you doing here? That's a good question. It is a not a good night to be camping out in the woods. I check over my uh, uh, chat myself down to make sure I have my uh, items, and I can kind of feel uh, kind of guess guesstimate if my uh, bag is a little you bit lighter. You presume everything's everything's there. You haven't been robbed yet. <laughs> Just making sure. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> there were two others. Where were they? Where are they? What'd you do to them? Pointing I ate sword. them. They were tasty on toast. <laughs> <laughs> but I missed my beans. And now I shall have you with beans. On toast. On toast. I was literally about to attack at that point. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys, continue. <laughs> Two others. And I'll uh, make a show of uh, looking around at the otherwise empty campsite. Mm -hmm. Your trained eyes will note that there have been other presences here. One rushed off into the woods, going northwards, while another went... Westwards. Oh, uh, Roland's backpack would be lying in the snow as well. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, not anymore. I yoinked that already. <laughs> Just no, you bastard. <laughs> Did you? No, my Elven no. Horn collection. No. Arwen. <laughs> <laughs> Elf <Next>. boy. <laughs> Lega pass triple XXX. Right, Joe. Uh, do your friends make a habit of scarpering off in the middle of the night? I wouldn't know. I just woke up, and all I see is you rummaging over me. 
I was checking to see if you're dead. So, where did the other two go? You must have seen them. They went here just but a moment ago. Well, I would guess that one went that way, and I point to the west, mm -hmm. and the other one went that way, pointing to the north. Uh, is it possible to notice uh, Roland's bag and which way the Roland's feet went? Or yep. what, what mm -hmm. game did you remember? I can't remember your name you gave me. Roland's backpack. Julius was the name. Oh, yes. Julius. Ju Julius's backpack is dumped on the ground before the, the tracks storming off north. Bro, she is the sword, grab the backpack, fling it over his shoulder, put his hand back on his sword, make it ready, and uh, mm -hmm. give the uh, man a look over once more and set off towards uh god i can't remember your name again what's, what's this have you got amnesia no but he doesn't have a giant Julius. spider storming right towards him he should probably deal with that well crap of all the things to get i should have the night <laughs> So, a giant spider, how much intelligence does it have? More than you. <laughs> I wish. It's got a dash of intelligence. Either way. Right. You do have a giant spider coming towards you. I'd like initiative rolls, please. You are surprised. Ooh! That just sucks. Super! <laughs> I rolled a 19, but got an 18. Okay, give me a moment to stop the uh, combat. That's not a good roll. Okay, <laughs> so we have uh, Remy. What'd you get? Initiative 19. AC? I got an 18. Oh, you rolled an 18? I thought you got 19. AC? Oh, yes, you got minus one. Okay, and... Um, yeah, but... What's your AC already? Oh, just a second. I gotta open up my character sheet. For the bloody love of the gods... Okay, and Druce, you got nine, didn't you? No, I got four, sir. Okay, four. And what's your AC? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. It's very good. My AC is AC is eighteen. Mhm. Mm and uh, okay, very well. Let's find what Spitter's AC is. Very nice. Okay, Spitter is AC 14. He has got you guys both on surprise rounds. <clears throat> a large spider, as big as a pony, descends down upon you from the trees above. Its dark carapace would normally fit in perfectly with the blackness of the trees, but in a snow-filled land it is easily picked out. It claws towards... I'm back. It claws towards Rennie. Trying to clamp its mandibles down upon your, your arm. As soon as I find out what that attack bonus it has. There we go. However, you are quickly able to dodge away, noticing the creature long before it descends to the ground. Your turn, Remy. 
with uh, practice of many years, he swings his sword at the spider. Mm -hmm. Okay, give me your attack roll. However, the spider New. too seems to be an elder of its kind. El elder of it. However, the spider too seems to be an elder of its kind, and your blow batters harmlessly off its gnarled carapace. It responds in kind. However, your armor is no match for its mandibles, and although the metal screeches, you suffer no damage. Druce. Alright. Druce will reach down and pick up his staff from where it was laying in the snow while he was examining this man and move to the other side of the spider and take a two-handed thrust at its body. Okay, very well. Uh, ladies and gents, gain plus, plus two attack bonus for flanking. Okay, go for your attack roll, Drus. Drus, you've struck. Roll damage. Fourteen. Four, three. Okay. You smack, uh, as you uh, bring yourself around the back of the spider, it turns to face you. Your strike landing square across its many-eyed face. It staggers back screaming for a moment. <laughs> but very quickly recovers. Remy, your action. Given an almighty jump. In the air, he brings down his sword as strong as he can. Legend Edge power attack, mm -hmm. attacking with great force, strength. Okay, how much? You, how, how much are you constituting into this power attack? Power attack, I can only do one on first level. Okay, go for it. I have to check. Okay, so you gain plus one. For, you get you gain minus one from power attack, but plus two from um, what do you call it? The uh, flanking. Mm-hmm. And I attack for a total of 17. Your blade moves an overhand arc and cracks through the carapace of its rear abdomen. Sickly, fatty green blood splatters out over your sword and it roars out, swiftly turning to strike at you. Ha-ha! Yes! However, once again, you are able to predict this move and easily step back, your skill showing in this simple fight. Drus? Mindless beast! Ah. <laughs> How about you? Okay, Drus, your action. Well, <laughs> seeing the uh, creature d dispatched, I'll... Uh... Druce shell. It's not Step dead yet. Step back and it's not dead yet. It's oh. bleeding out. Ah. Well. 
My apologies, then. We shall take another swing. We'll make this a nice two-handed overhead strike. Go for it. For a nine. However... Whiff. However, presented this time by its by its face again, the creature grabs your blade—not your blade, your quarterstaff and its mandibles. You are able to quickly draw it away, but your attack is uh, ineffective. Remy, uh, I do another great, powerful strike power attack. Yep. This uh, time, however, so well. the creature is too fast. Steps away, leaping a few foot before responding nimbly. Again, however, you are able to parry away this attack. The druid may be impressed with the skill this knight is uh, showing here. Okay, Drus. Drus, try and get into a habit. As soon as I uh, finish doing the, the creature's actions, it's your turn, mate. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, once more with feeling, we'll uh, flip the other end of the quarter staff around and thrust forward yet again. Once again, your strength is... Once again, your eight. strike is denied by the thick carapace of this beast. Remy, your action. Foul beast, taste my steel! And Remy, to, Remy, too. Your, your, your strike is denied by the carapace. And the battle continues. My God. With another miss and a parry from the uh, spider. And so the endless battle continues with moving to truce. I... I hate bugs. <laughs> getting tired of this. Why'd it have to be bugs? <laughs> Thankfully, it's an arachnid. Doesn't classify. Oh, God! Starship Troopers! The, they're all bugs. <laughs> Alright. Wild horizontal swing. Fails. Aiming... <laughs> Remy, your turn. <laughs> I'll be savages! Way! This time! <laughs> <laughs> you finally hit for four points of damage. <laughs> your blade cuts oh, along, it, along its flank. It doesn't cut too deep, but does leave a lot of its armor broken. Okay, Druce, your turn after the beast. I forgot he actually gets an attack in response. Do. Do. <laughs> oh, it's actually got a one. Uh, it's an attack bonus higher than I thought. The creature clamps down upon your leg, pumping into your body. Ah! Okay, fine, druid. <laughs> Wrong person screaming. <laughs> the druid wants to take it, go right yeah, ahead. Yeah, the, dru the druid's taking it. As soon as we find out, okay. Okay. 
Can you please suffer, Druid boy? 12 points of damage. And give me a fortitude set. Oh, shit! Oh. Would you like to use a luck point? Uh, yes I would. Did okay. that thing roll a crit? No. Let us... Okay, re-rolling damage for the luck. Let us, uh, try that damage again, sir. Mm-hmm. Nine points of damage. Alright. And fort save. Oh, sorry, pardon. Three points of damage eight. there. This this die roller has not given me more than a five yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, Remy used to have that. It was only eight points of damage. The spider clamps down in your arm, but at the last second you're able to withdraw it, so it only catches your hand. Sure, it mangles your hand utterly, but had it caught the arm, it would have ex access to your vital veins. I suppose. I don't know. I've no in combat. I'm talking out of my ass. Can you please take? Give me a fortitude save, you rolled an 8, meaning you are now poisoned. Uh, I'm now going to find out what the poison damage yeah. is, because I can't even remember, Captain! Poison, 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 poison. Okay. Is this thing natural, or is this thing, like, demonic? No, it's natural. Drews, could you please lose 6 points of strength? Under modifier, just put uh, minus six and it'll work it all out for you. Right. Whoops. Don't want to use that button. There we go. Your action juice. Um. I will fall to the snow unconscious. Very well. Your action route, Remy. Your companion, Moss. You know not yet his name, but already he has died, perhaps. His lies body broken, thick veins blackening on his face. He is poisoned. You will need to dispatch this creature quickly if you are to save him. You foul demonic beast! How about you? With the next this... poison save will, will be made in seven rounds. Continue. That interrupted me. Power <laughs> <laughs> attack. Oh, wait, oh, yeah. Might as well. Alas, the creature defies your strike and responds with one of its own. But, as your dance of death continues, as this dance macabre continues in its steps, you once more defy the creature of its lunch. Your turn. Beast, die for all that's good and honorable. Die! Again. I rolled a 20! Oh, natural 20! Roll to confirm the crit. If you, if you confirm this crit, you get a, a critical effect. Don't forget to make it on as per as per your power attack. Fourteen. Congratulations, Briar. You may have saved friend. Please roll a d hundred to what critical effect you made. And rolling d hundred, I have eighty-eight. 
80. Ooh. That's a good one. <laughs> Ooh. Let's have a look, see what the critical hit for slashing weapons tells me on an 88, did you say? Yep. Apply critical crit, crit multiplier to total damage, plus a fort save DC 10 plus half damage or arm removed at elbow. Dealing 2d4 <laughs> damage every round. Okay, I'm so gonna that okay. Would be, uh, so crit multiplier to total damage. So what you do is you roll the to you roll, roll your damage as normal, and then your crit multiplier is applied damage is after five. everything. Okay, so that means and your crit multiplier for the great sword is times two, yes? Yep. Okay, so it means you do ten points of damage. So the DC is DC twenty. Fort save. Let's have a look at this. What's his fort save? Save is fort two. So you need to make a DC 20. Your mighty bloody arc of death slices at the creature. It tries to jump away once it's done before. Ha! Not a chance. Not one leg is cut off. Not two legs. But four legs are severed in one single blow. The creature falls to the ground before long is dead. Well done. Well done indeed. Briar quickly stabs his blade into the ground. Mm -hmm. Runs you... over to yep. the uh, unconscious form of the man. Mm -hmm. And uh, begins to attempt to try to extract the poison. Give me a whole check. DC 15. No, DC 20. Taking out my uh, healing kit to help. Two. Okay, that's a fail. 15. <laughs> okay, four more rounds. Wasn't it 15 the save? No, D DC 20. You're, you're, you're curing a poison here, uh. not a... Uh... Actually, I'm going to check. See if there's an example of a poison in the book. I can spit. That's basically what he's doing, which makes it makes me think there should be at least one example in the book. Treat poison. Treat poison means tend a single character and is going to take more damage. Every time the poison character makes a saving throw against the poison, you make a heal check. The poison character uses your check result on his or her saving throw, whichever is higher. Okay, you passed. Alright, thank you very much for that quick book reading. I find it hilarious that I'm actually the one with the book in front of me and I can't find the book. Alright. Okay, but well done. You guys have fended off the spider, and we shall return to you both shortly. That was one long spider jumping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, stab, miss, stab, miss, bite, miss, bite, miss. I rolled nothing higher than a six in that entire combat. Bite! <laughs> and then slash. Oh, look, you lost half your legs. <laughs> what do you get if you cut off all the spider's legs? Ground beef? A raisin. <laughs> While knight and druid 
battle for their life against the forces of nature with a sense of awesome. Our arcanist and the woman they would label a demon are still walking back to camp, conversing as they will. Take it away. Um, can I say something first? Yes. I forgot my backpack. <laughs> well, and so that conversation was cut short by the return to that backpack. But then, after a few moments, they're back in this position, continuing in the scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I could do it in character. Wait, I forgot my backpack. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little punchy here. You haven't told me your name. Have you told me yours? Roland. Alexia. Where's <clears throat> Uno momento, people. Thank you very much, Matt. I know I could, re I know I could uh, rely on you to remind me. At the end of combat, in which you suffer damage, you get what we call second wind. You receive hit points healed, naturally, equal to your fortitude save, with the cap being the amount of damage suffered in that melee. So if Matt and Remy would like to heal any damage, up to their fortitude save. And back to the scene. Sorry about that, guys. That goes for me too, right? Yep. Alright, cool. There was a man. I, uh, I left him behind when I heard you scream. He should be up ahead. Why would you leave it, somebody behind? He was unconscious. I didn't really have time to wait for him. Would you rather I hadn't showed up? No, of, of course not. I do want to thank you uh, again. I'm... She looks down. Uh, at her feet as she's walking along, uh, sort of uncomfortable uh, being around him, but kind of wanting to trust him since he did save her life. Uh, uh he's j uh, Roland's still just walking ahead. No. Really facing her. Uh, his sword is sheathed once more, and the the extra sword is uh, strapped to his backpack. Uh, Alexia seems to be struggling a bit with the weight of her backpack, uh, but it's not surprising considering how lean she is. Um, she trudges along in silence for a while before uh, attempting to 
make conversation again. Will your friend, uh, will he be all right? I hope so. Another thing. You saw me cast magic, didn't you? I, I believe that was, was what it was. Uh, it looked uncomfortable. I've learned to endure. Don't tell him. He doesn't know. <laughs> I believe your secret is safe with me. Roland attempts a smile. Alexia, then again, he hasn't turned in her direction, so she wouldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I have pictures of you and that little boy. <laughs> oh, stop it! I want. Oh my God, Otacon! I want five hundred silver. Huh? Or all the pictures shall be posted to Dominos. <laughs> I'm not evil. I'm just. Or they shall be posted on YouTube. No! Oh, wait. No! <laughs> Ellison checks from both of you, please. <laughs> no, don't make no, no, that. The first one was more accurate. <laughs> Listen, checks, please. Didn't I yelp like in the first combat? Listen, checks, please. Check. Oh. No, listen, check. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just got so used to it. Check, check, check. Like the first game I showed up and uh, Danny had us just saying check the entire night. 20. That was fun. Nine! Wee! Okay. You need better ears, son. Alex, you hear nothing. However, Alexia, you can clearly hear shouting and the ringing sounds of combat in the distance. It seems to be coming from the direction you're heading to. Um, you did say your friend was unconscious, didn't you? When I left, yeah, but he looked as though he was getting better. Is he a very big man? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Shut it. <laughs> Is he a big man? I hear the sound of some fighting going on, and I believe one of them is making a lot of noise. <laughs> um, Roland turns around and looks to in the direction we're heading yes alright let's hurry and he turns around and runs mm, she picks up her pace a little bit Roland and his friend have returned to the campsite and uh, Moss has tended to the druid's wounds. Take it away, gentlemen.
So uh, I come back. He's just killed the spider. Yep. Icker right. still dripping off my armor and shield. Cool. Looking up, Briar uh, <laughs> sees uh, Julius, and then noticing that the cleric isn't around, gives him uh, a darker stare. <clears throat> Where's the cleric? He's the woman. <laughs> Alexia. I don't know, Moss. Trotting up behind uh, Roland. Uh, I don't know, Moss. Around. Cleric's gone. It was gone when I woke up. What do you mean when you woke up? Uh, I think the meaning of my words is fairly obvious. So you left when me I woke under up. the snow. I was going to fetch firewood. But I heard a scream and this woman was in danger. Tips his head towards uh, the lady. Well, here's your bag. And throws that at uh, you. You mind getting the cleric? If, or at least trying to figure out where he went. This man needs a bit more medical attention than I can provide. No, oh, no. Don't worry. I'm fine. I'm fine. Drusel grabbed for his staff where it fell out of his hands and very slowly, very weakly push himself up to his feet. Well, uh, Briar will put his hand on you and force you back down on the ground. <sighs> Sit down, you've been poisoned recently. It's no good getting up and running about. Gee. Make come back. Gee, you think? And Druce will push himself back up again. Really, I can handle this. Thank you, though. Is he still uh, weak? Mm -hmm. uh, as in weak as in half his strength gone? Yeah. Wait, you're poisoned? That's uh, the cleric. A big spider there? Yeah, poisoned. Hmm. Uh, Roland digs into his backpack and produces... A bottle, which he then hands to the druid. This should help. What is it? You should know it's an antidote. The label on the bottle pronounces it the contents as Admiral's It's a Trap Universal Antidote. The picture of a very jolly... Um, <laughs> Gnome on the front with an admiral's cap on. <laughs> uh, very subtle, very subtle, Danny. Does Alexia um, recognize Juice for what kind of person he is? Uh, as a um, druid? I'd probably say no. Right. He, he, he has the looks of a woodsman about him. This... He, he could be a druid. I mean, the, the, the wooden armor is a bit of a hint, but it's up to you, really. Yeah. I mean, she does have quite low wisdom, after all. Mm. Danny, is that uh, antidote or antitoxin? It cures by the poisons. 
Okay. I'm not entirely. I'm, I'm I'm an old renegade of the se of second edition. I wasn't even sh I was, didn't even know there was differences. Yeah. That's fine. In that case, uh, Druce will what nod his thanks to. Uh, the the antitoxin in three point five uh, just gives you plus five on your saves for the next hour. Um, it's an antidote. There actually is no. All right. In that, in that case, uh, Druce bottoms it up. I think we all have to uh, introduce ourselves. So you were saying uh, you had the firewood? I was going to fetch firewood, and then I heard a scream. So no, I haven't. I'll, My I'll main concern them. was to go back and see if you were okay. I love the way Roland keeps like talking, and then uh, Alexa tries to talk, and he says, carry on, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, but there's a slight delay. Mm. Oh, Briar, anyway, carry on, Alexia. Uh, yeah, she mentions that she's going to go find some firewood, and she sort of steps back and fades a little bit into the woods, and she does look for firewood, but she also is looking to make sure that the area is secure, that so there's no more attacks coming. Julius, you're just going to let her walk off on herself when you had the saver before? She's just checking for firewood. Yes, and we just got attacked by a spider that jumped out of the trees. A spider, I hasten to add, that has probably been waiting up there a long, long time. In fact, had the druid not arrived, it would have probably eaten you alive while you were asleep. <laughs> I uh, rolled an eight. Okay, the forest is secured. Maybe. <laughs> Can I? Moss. <laughs> uh, Julius is just an alias. My real name is Roland. Is there anything else I should know? Like, uh, maybe you're not uh, human, but actually a uh, codpiece in disguise. <laughs> uh, sarcasm is my thing, Moss. It doesn't suit you. Well, I wake up and everybody's gone. Hey. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Why were you here in the woods in the first place? Are you familiar with the village? With the Menta village nearby? Village of Menta? I've heard of mm -hmm. it. There's a boy. He's gone missing. He's Presumably dead. dead. Hmm. We don't know that for sure. What happened to him? Uh, they say he was taken by wolves, but now I'm not so sure. What have you? What have you seen to change your mind about the wolves? Well, there's something odd about the wolves. They're not acting as as they should. It's like they're, uh, I don't know, controlled. 
Briar's going to go and pick out his sword from the ground, start cleaning himself off. Uh, Alexia comes back and starts setting up a fire in the old pit where the uh-huh. other fire was. So you've encountered some wolves. Yeah. Two packs. And they seemed odd and they, they seemed odd to you in what way? This could this could be important. We were forced to kill the first pack. And uh we decided to skin one of them. For the pelt. Underneath the pelt there was some kind of pocket that contained ooze. It almost touched me, but I don't know what would have happened if it had. I do. It's like a like a growth or a or a, yeah or a corruption. Exactly. Hmm. A growth. I hadn't expected the uh, corruption to spread quite so quickly. Corruption? This is very bad. Do you say you have another companion here somewhere? I don't know. He's gone. He's He wandered off before I could wake. If your boy from the village was taken by the wolves, then chances are there's not much left of him to recover. Um, This corruption is uh, something that must be dealt with though, and it's actually why I'm here. I'll need some help with that. Seems we have a common goal. Roland turns to, uh, to, uh, what's your face? Alexia? Alexia. Alexia, yes, thank you. And uh, digs out his flint and steel from his from his backpack, and then kneels at his side, helping her uh, light the firewood. Ooh, the fire is very soon and quickly a blazing. The warmth it gives off rejuvenates your tired bones. Everybody heal one hit point. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, the uh, rope, can I uh, make like a pulling uh, harness kind of uh, to try to drag the spider uh, further away from our camp? Um. Yeah, I sh- shouldn't have been able to take too much. Uh, the only problem is you have is the fact it only has uh, four legs left. Yeah, but it's got a nice big bulbous body. 
shouldn't okay. be too hard to wrap right. it around give that. Me a, give me a strength check. Pull. Fucking hell. Uh, uh, I will uh, struggling. continue at it tirelessly. <laughs> I'll continue step by step tirelessly to uh, just pull pull it away. Okay, eventually it will be pulled away. But leaving a deep trench in the uh, snow where it went. It's, uh, give me a spot check. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> uh, just him? Uh. Yeah. Uh, Moss, your shoelaces are undone, mate. You might, might want to do them up. <laughs> what sh what shoelaces? Your shoelaces boots. I'm mate, wearing boots. Which have laces. I look down anyways. Yep, you do your laces up. <laughs> Not noticing what you might have noticed at all ever. The roll of one. <laughs> okay. I can't believe I got that crappy ass rolls. <laughs> meanwhile, back in camp, what's going on? So what's happening back in camp? Uh, Roland is sitting uh, by the fire, mm -hmm. warming his hands. Uh, Alexia's pulled out her canvas, I want to say. Um, it's not really that big, but um, it, she sits on it and uh, sort of basks in the fire glow, uh, trying to warm herself up. And Druce is going to whistle loudly into the night. I think the druid has gone mad. <laughs> hey, wait, was that spot check to figure out I was uh, heading away from camp and I can't figure out the trail back? That no, would really no. suck. Give me another spot check now. You've had a kind of better time. Come on, baby. Fucking hell. Nine. Um, you do, however, notice a round blotch on the spider's carapace. It's darker than the rest. I'm going to uh, break off a 10-foot uh, piece of uh, limb. Mm -hmm. And then poke it. Okay. Very well. It does nothing. This seems to be the same texture as the uh, woody, wooden knot Alex's character found some time ago. Hmm. Well, I don't want anything popping out of this thing, and uh, so Briar's just going to uh, kind of pull up some snow and kind of cover it some, you know, lower its temperature greatly, drastically. Mm -hmm. So that anything that was living inside would at least now freeze to death. Mm-hmm. Very well. And I'm going to guess that takes me quite a while since it's big as a fucking pony. But <laughs> I tirelessly work at it. Okay, back at camp. What's going on back at camp? 
any conversation started, perhaps? Please? Uh, not by Alexia. <laughs> but Alex and Matt are live. Um, I, I'm alive. I'm trying to think of something to say. Matt, do you need pills for the um, Alex over there? Matt? Hmm? Matt? I think we've lost Matt. Uh-oh. Matt? Are you... Did you mute yourself? I'm here. Uh, Matt? Don't mute yourself, mate. Unless it's... Cause, cause, I didn't. Happened? Oh, right. What happened then? We've, we've been asking after you for a good few minutes. Well, oh. seconds. <laughs> I was actually had my head down. I I apologize. That's not a problem, mate. Um, yeah. Well, was right. if there's any, any any like conversation sparked up back at camp or anything? Oh, I heard that. Um, Drews is actually uh, getting concerned that uh, uh, his his companion is missing and still hasn't shown up. Uh, Alexia's getting kind of hungry, so she pulls out her frying pan and sets it over the fire. Um, wraps uh, a couple pieces of meat from her uh, pack. Starts cooking. The sizzling of the meat sounds through the cold night air. And I would ask that some people actually roleplay around the bloody camp rather than sitting going, uh, I don't know what to say, or bleh. Go on, get some roleplay going. <laughs> Remy, you're back. Roland, Roland. Roleplay or murder you all. <laughs> I shovel uh, snow on spider. I shovel snow on spider. He just said you're back at the camp. He did? I he didn't did. hear that Yes, part. he did. Uh, Roland digs out the uh, little lunch package packed lovingly by Ragnar. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound so gay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> uh, he unpacks it and um, shows it to Alexia. You mind uh, maybe warming this for me? Uh, she looks at it, um, kind of a little bit in disgust, but she quickly pulls out the meat that she's been frying and sets it aside and then warms up his food. Which is egg and bacon, I think. What? No. What was it then? It was, um, some cold meat, some cheese, and, um, some bread. bread? Yes. I rem- oh! Oh, it's that I want to eat egg and bacon right now because I'm starving. <laughs> that sounds good, actually. <laughs> Either way, right, um, the, the smell of the warming of warming cold meat rises up to your nostrils, Jess. It's sickening, sickening to you. It's like smelling tar and sick, boiling on a hot summer's day. You really have to. Yeah, fight. she quickly pulls it out of the fire and hands it to him, and then. Uh, to, to everybody else, it smelled fine and lovely, like 
Mm. Cold meat being rewarmed. She uh, cleans out her pan with snow. Mm-hmm. Briar will take his time and set down his shield, put his cloak down on top of it, and sit against a nice uh, log back while staring at the fire, but occasionally uh, looking up and analyzing these two new people that have decided to come upon him. Mm-hmm. What about you, uh, Matt? What's uh, Deuce doing? So, uh, are you not concerned about your missing friend? Alexia glances at Roland. Just mm. curious. Doesn't matter how worried I am. We have a task. We've got to see it through. Right. Yes, okay. About that. There's, a. Uh... There's a a tree not far from here. It's a was once a an oak sacred to the druids, but uh, recently it's become, for want of a better word, it's become corrupted, blighted, and uh, as you've already discovered, it's spreading its sickness around and uh, we need to we need to stop that before it gets any worse so this tree has been inciting the wolf attacks think of it as a as a disease a, a spread of foulness, corruption. It's difficult to explain the mechanism of it, but it is the source of the problems. Uh, Roland nods and then goes back to eating. Briar pulls out his sword and begins sharpening it upon his whetstone. Shink. Shink. And... What of you? <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Just a second. <clears throat> what of you, uh, little one? Uh, do you know the way back to town? Can you arrive back there safely? Looking at this girl. I do not come from the village. Uh, I, I've noticed the strangeness as well, but I, I put it off as a harsh winter. Um, you say you're a druid? Uh, she looks at, um, Druce. Well, actually, no, I didn't say that I'm a druid, but that doesn't change the fact that I am. Sink! I seriously thought he said it. Alright. Um. Don't worry, <laughs> keep in character. <laughs> Roland seems slightly annoyed at Moss and hands him the rest of his food. Here, Moss. You mind uh, sharpening your sword a little quieter? Uh, 
Briar will take it, hand it over to the druid who, uh, you know, earlier uh, looked like he was going to fall down through uh, the spider's poison. Think he needs it a, a bit more uh, meat to get himself back on his feet proper. Mm-hmm. Roland stands up and walks over to the druid, handing him the the meat and cheese and what ah. balance it was. I need to pee. Be right back, real quick. <laughs> Thank you. And so Roland and he wanders off in the woods. Mine's <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> alive. So. What are you doing out here in the woods? Sounds like he's about a raper. <laughs> so, what are you doing out here in the woods alone? <laughs> My father was a huntsman. We've lived out in the wilds for all my life. So I, I've just I've just been traveling and well <laughs> I seem to get into a lot of trouble if I And so Roland returns from the woods. <laughs> you forgot to zip up your trousers <laughs> Lace up, lace up. Shut up, Moth. That's just a string. A G string. <laughs> Alright, not helping my punchiness here. Okay, guys, right. back in character. Nick. Well, I really don't. Uh, <clears throat> I really don't think that uh, these uh, woods good for. Uh, woman to be alone by herself. You surely should think about heading into town if you can find it. Uh, well, unlike Moss. you not. <laughs> Moss, I think she's better off here than we are. You would uh, risk an innocent woman's life to accompany us on a fatal quest? <laughs> I well, think I'm we should leave the choice to her. Uh, Alexia is pretty much just ignoring them for the moment. Uh, she's hunched over a little bit so that the her hood's covering her face in shadow, and she pulls down her uh, scarf enough to eat the meat that she had set aside. This strange behavior from uh, Alexia brings forth that nagging doubt in the back of Alexander's head, not the uh, back of uh, Roland's head. Demon! That, that word reverberating once more through his mind as he watches Alexia. Where are you from, Alexia? Uh, she hastily uh, swallows what she has in her mouth and uh, taking a moment to glance at the fire, she uh, says. I've told your friends I I live in the woods. I I've grew up here. This is my home. Uh, not these woods, but very similar. 
You're a nomad, then. I, I, I guess that would be what you'd call me. Well, Druid, where do we start? Well, we start with a plan, and the first stage of the plan is, who's got an axe? guys um so yeah welcome back to the fireside chat where we muppets get to talk about what happened in the game what we think is going to happen next and why we think it happened we also get to laugh at the mishaps of our own party members and actually get to talk to the dm without him telling us to shut the fuck up so without further ado let's begin oh hmm? wait uh never mind rube's online he is but he's tried on to call he, me he won't try to call you Yes. Excellent. Um, Reb, invite invite Ruben to the party so we can laugh at his expense about the fact he just missed the game. Hardy, hardy, ha. And so Alrighty. it begins. Welcome, Ruben, again to the fireside chat. How do I... <laughs> Welcome. You... Meaning you just missed the game. Ha. Oh really? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. How did you? How did you technically? Do... Who's Matt? And how did you technically? Do that without the cleric. Was I unconscious you, you, or something? You've you've gone off into the woods. All right. Okay, that's very justifiable. Uh, you went off for a sulk. Fighters. You went off for a sulk. What should I do, God? <laughs> Rube, turn yourself up oh, a little bit, mate. I think he's talking to somebody else. Anyway, guys, so yeah, the final side chance. So, what do you guys think of today's game? Did you enjoy it? Yes, after uh, yeah. we got that problem of the the, uh, the missing call of or the delay mm. of delays. <laughs> it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that Callgraph can figure this out because it is kind of annoying. It is annoying, but at the end yeah. of the day, it's not that bad. It could be a lot worse. I we could not be able to record it at all. Mm. And I think, like, like today's game proved... Or we yeah. cannot hear each other at all. Yeah. I mean, like today's game proved, it's sure, we've got to restart every five to ten minutes, but if we keep our, keep our heads in the game, it's not that much of a problem. We can endure. Yeah, I we it felt like it was a lot more focused. Mm. We're think, definitely a lot more in character. Yeah, I think the, pro I think mm -hmm. the problem was last game was I was panicking because we were running out of time, and because we had that very strict time de time limit... That didn't mean I could relax and kind of end the game when it seemed like a good place, like I did today. Yeah, last game was a lot more of uh, you know everybody watching the clock and we got to get in what we get mm. in. This game was hey, we're, let's get in some good role playing and mm, not definitely. have to worry about that stupid clock. Definitely, I've, I so really this is enjoyed definitely this a better game. time. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so... Oh, and Rube. Yeah. Uh, you're back now, right? Um. Apparently, yes. You're online? Apparently, or are you? If you are, you could drop into tomorrow's game! Yay! Oh god, we're having a game tomorrow? Yeah. 
Same time. Right. We're doing chapter five tomorrow because today's was a rerun of chapter four. <laughs> right. So you I don't really, I really think, much. I mean, fireside chat wise, I really think my character had a lot to say this game. I'm mm. just saying the development was was just. You know, <laughs> it was staggering. <laughs> it was mind blowing. <laughs> it was almost. It was almost tangible. I mean. God. <laughs> I, I, and that I've pit never... that he fell in when he was walking through the forest. And, <laughs> it's yeah. good to have and then I fell down the hill and became a snow torpedo. <laughs> it, but, I mean, yeah. you guys weren't there. You guys weren't there because, of course, you know. You don't even know. <laughs> you were dead. That happen, but. <laughs> All right, I think we should talk to our new players and see what they thought. So, uh, Matt, what did you think of the game? Be honest now. This is the part oh, where you're Matt. Say, you are. Oh. oh, no, wait, you're not. Matt is Matt. Matt's guy who needs pills. <laughs> no. He is. No, wait, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt, um, Matt is our oldest member. Yeah, he's 80. Well, once again, uh, once again, once the uh, initial technical issues were ironed out, I I think we uh, we uh, got into it and it and it went well. Uh, I for one would like to tear the guts out of that. Uh, Dice roller and uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, me too. As it as it levied upon me the curse that it always does. But don't worry, the dice always favor the GM, even dice rollers. Yeah, like the spider trying to hit me. <laughs> Rube, we had to, we must have like the guy trying to. I had to use a luck point to live today, Rube. I had to use a luck point. <laughs> I think think we both as did I. Yeah, so, people. So... <laughs> In the middle of the game, in the middle of the game, the cleric runs out of the forest and he goes, "Bam!" invents golf once again. <laughs> now you get to wait until the next game for that. that was you should cool. do that next time. Yeah, you should just show up in the end and just smack someone. <laughs> Did you miss me? <laughs> yeah, it's just something really corny, just like that. Like. No one gets to hurt you but me. So <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. I'm here to save the day, and you get shot by an arrow and get knocked out. <laughs> or you kill an innocent bird again. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I I thoroughly enjoyed today's game. I thought it was a lots of lots of fun. Um, couple of bits it's I'd like. It's good we to didn't play. have to lose the druid. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of bits that I like different for example there's a lot there's a bit too long a prolonged silence in the uh, camp where nobody was doing anything i had to really kind of beat you guys over the head to get roleplay have you yeah but the thing is when you do that we don't get in character more mm. you should have just said okay guys talk a little more than left it at that but you kept doing that's what i do yeah but that doesn't help i was i was trained in the afghani afghani church of um DMing. Uh, yeah. Well, then we need to deprogram you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we needed that kind of silence there for a second for us. You know, we just got done with combat and mm. we're all a bit excited. And then I'll, I'll well, bear that in mind. Gather around campfire. Yeah. Not... That that and I didn't. I don't want to feel like I was hogging all the uh, the time. Oh, don't worry, Roland. Like going, no, don't don't worry. Um, Remy does that for you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, 
Also, I was I think, doing the I things think Matt that she was doing. Had, like, um, yeah, go on. I was doing the things that she was doing, but she wouldn't really have talked a lot, mm-hmm. uh, especially since she doesn't know them that well. I, I thought it was good of her that she just stayed because she's so uncomfortable around people. Mm. Well, it wouldn't be much of a game for her if she didn't. Exactly. <laughs> well, and besides, she's she's talking to a guy with tree bark on him. I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> the, 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 there's not going to be any judgment from that quarter. <laughs> Having a knight showing his chauvinistic ideals of the lady's got to go back to town while the guys do all the work. That was quite yeah. funny. The first things out of, of um, Moss's mouth was like, "Oh, you're a lady. You can't do these sort of things. These are manly things." <laughs> mm-hmm. And funny. Roland was like, "Let her choose, Mar Har Har." Mm. And she's like, about... "She's just yeah. like, eep." <laughs> Attention! <laughs> I'm gonna be over here eating. Thanks. <laughs> and now, and now we know she must come with us, because she's the only one with an axe. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> you speak the truth. Why is well, druid? What kind of um, animal companion does Juice have? A dog, if she ever shows up. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> dog in danger. So, Danny. Yes. Uh, what's Matt's? I, mean, I should ask Matt. Uh, Matt, what's your character like? Um, he he is a he is a. Smart Alec, um, uh, hedonistic, woman-loving, tree-bark-wearing druid. Shit! It's me oh, as the roleplay character. My character is going to hate the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rube, your character hates everyone. Yeah. <laughs> including, including himself. No, that is true. I mean, this is just like the original Galroth from Kimlin. No, 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 Rube, li- li- listen to me, listen to me. This is roleplay for the Manic Depressive. We're all playing emo characters. It's, Even it's, Moss. We are I'm sw- not we- emo. I'm not emo. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you are. <laughs> I, I, think we okay, I have a question to ask. Mm-hmm. Well, we're supposed to tally up the XP at the end of the game. All right. I yep. Yeah. Good idea. Now? Yep. Give me a second. Well, you got the giant. You did 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 in the, the giant spider, so that's worth a little bit of XP. I'm not entirely sure how much XP yet, but I shall find out for you. Yeah, I thought the dancing lights could be used for a more uh, viable distraction, but it didn't. <laughs> He was just like, ah, accursed magic, I shall run you through. Oh, wait, nothing <laughs> happened. Um, <laughs> you know, we got we got the encounters mixed up. I was supposed to do that since I could challenge him. And that, you know, spiders have crappy will saves, so you could challenge it. <laughs> we got fucked. <laughs> it was more fun that way. Mm-hmm. I almost died. So did they. <laughs> I'm wrong, but... She got a bruise on her, but that's about it. I did not almost die. I did not take a single point of damage. (laughs) The druid almost died. I killed a gay clown. (laughs) Oh, God. Back with the gay clown killing. So, um... Well, um... Is this a new mic? mic uh, I'll I'll just say welcome to, um... Matt, to the group. And I... 
I look forward to um, role-playing with you tomorrow. That is, if my cleric decides to come out of his emo wood. Uh, emo rage! The role-playing game! Oh my god! He's so good now! Oh it'd good! Be like, it'd be like, oh Roland, I love you! I, I would probably. And then you tell me of, of how, how um, Briar's uh, inability um, to fight actually rendered you almost dead, and I kill him for his blasphemy. No, I'd be like, Briar's being mean to me, Galley. Yeah. Are you a red-headed stepchild? <laughs> uh, yes, you are. And the rants go on. Okay, no, ladies I and gentlemen, it was, uh... working out your XP, could you please gain 56, and I'm going to give you a roleplay XP. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to give you a, a roleplay XP. So gain yourself 81 XP. Bringing you to a total... In total. Now this is your total. Seven hundred please. In total, you have eight hundred and eighteen XP. Uh, except for me. No, no, you two. I think so your character. What? You have eight hundred and eighteen XP, in total. Okay. We all have the same amount of XP until one of us dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then that person doesn't get any more XP because he's dead. No. <laughs> and I didn't actually take any hit points, right? No, I don't believe you did. This nope. <laughs> it okay. was it was only the Druid and the uh, what was it the uh, Roland? The oh. Roland. <laughs> Roland. <laughs> you are <Yeah>. the Roland. <laughs> he's just that manly. He becomes a class. <laughs> Who logged off? Uh, Rube, I think. Oh. Um... <laughs> Rube held call remotely. There we go. Right, now, does anybody know how long this game actually lasted? No. Uh, I think we started actually role-playing around 2 o'clock. So, yeah, so about, you've been busy for another 8 seven. hours. Oh, no we'll, way, we'll, say, we'll say two and a half hours, give or take. <laughs> so that means our average yeah. XP gain per hour is now 38.95 experience points, with an average XP per game of 137.33. That ain't bad. No, it's not really. I mean, you got yourselves 37.5 <laughs> off the um, spitter. And uh, 18.25 off the uh, guy. <laughs> so yeah, not too bad. And tomorrow we have Chapter 5, where you guys actually get, to, well, if any luck, will actually go and get to, to twat and wail on the black-hearted oak. Uh. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> well, well all... Probably get knocked out. Why do I get a feeling that Remy's about to send me more well, dragon um... <laughs> Rima, I don't trust that picture. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's dragon smut. I guarantee it. Is it? I want someone to. No, I'm actually just gonna fuck that. <laughs> oh. yeah. Take that, you bastard! 
<laughs> it would appear that our, our friend Remy has revealed his inappropriate desires towards the uh, mythical creatures of the scaled kind and have sent us a lovely picture of a blue dragon on the beach <laughs> in a swimsuit smuggling peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Rummer, Rummer, you are now referred to as Furry. <laughs> right, congratulations, Rummer. How, how does now... Reptilian Ford refer to you as Furry? But no, it's Scaly. You are now Scaly. It's general, scaly. It's general term. <laughs> no, no, there is no Rummer. There is only Scaly. <laughs> you are now Scaly. You must change your Skype name to Scaly. Uh, scaly you... McScale fucker. Because <laughs> you, you like it. If you right click on his name, you can actually choose to rename yourself. It's the only way I can remember who the fuck you are. Oh, cool. You have to do it on the main yeah, page. You have to do it in your in your contacts list. Oh. And Danny, that's all the stuff that I was sent by other people. So there. Liar! <laughs> you drew this yourself. Hey, I don't, I don't look for this crap. <laughs> I got that from my cousin, who who actually looks at a yeah, uh, really fucked up shit. And you chose to share it with us. <laughs> I am not yes. going to be insane alone. I shall pass my insanity on. <laughs> so everybody at www.rpgmp3.com now know that uh, Rimmer here like scaly porn. <laughs> no, I just like regular porn. I just get sent all this crap from my cousin. So yeah, um, just a highlight of the evening. This is a conversation me and Remy had uh, over player messages. Remy says, is the spider heavy? To which I replied, it's as big as a pony, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know the rate ratio for the end of that. I don't know if it's hollow on the inside or filled with goo. <laughs> and is there anything anybody else has to offer or shall we end this uh, fireside chat? Uh -huh. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm feeling like I'm getting a better and better understanding of mine and the other other players' characters. Even Druid Boy? Flam. It's Pardon? Oh uh, I just felt I should add Flam to the conversation, but yeah. go ahead. Wow. <laughs> Very constructive. <laughs> Do you have Remember, a pill for that? <laughs> Remember, people, support your local nympho. <laughs> and remember, respect is everything. <laughs> I do not want to know what any of you are talking about. No, no. Got, is that a new mic group? I think, I think we can end it there, really. This podcast was brought to you by The Magic Toilet. <laughs> Anyhow, Ruth. I thought it was also an astro frame. Silence! The astro frame. We'll have, a, we'll have a message from our sponsors very shortly, but first... Rube, is that a new mic? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> uh, his brother came in and put his penis in his mouth. Oh, we just wanted to hear. Okay, and now for... I resent that, Alex. I'm <laughs> kidding! Rube, is that God. a new mic? Silence, everybody! Shut mic. up! Rube, is that a new mic? It is not. Why? Oh, I understand it. it sounds a lot clearer and it's a lot uh, quieter. But either way, we should now have a word. It's just because we're. No, it's actually um, instead of being pointed at my throat or my mouth, it's actually pointed at my thorax, which brings out a better bass. Don't you agree? Also means we're listening to his penis. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you even you know, know what the thorax is? No. It's actually your rib cage. We're going to lose funding if we don't actually have a word from... Oh, I think I just pulled up. Uh, yeah, we're going to lose funding if we don't have a word from our sponsors. The uh, <coughs> And now, ladies and gentlemen, a word from our sponsors. Hi there, everybody! This is Gary Guy at the Nobic Engineering. And we today have a very interesting product for you, you and you. The Astro Frame. Astro Frame. Ding! Now, with five cents less chance to explode. New from Nobic Engineering. There's gold in them here, Hills. And that's goodbye from me, goodbye from Nomic Engineering, and goodbye from the rest of you. Catch you next time. Goodbye. Later on. Bye. Bye. Hi. Hi. And remember. And remember, if you want 5% less explosions, buy Nomic Engineering.